Hello and welcome back to Too Much Time on Our Hands. Right, you saw the trailer last week. Well, the final trailer, apparently. We are going to delve deep into Rogue One and all its glory. Uh, we are going to our first commentary track, I suppose, to a certain extent. See if it works. If it does, then we'll uh, continue to do this and we might do some full films. But right now, what I'd say is get the Rogue One trailer ready to start, right? Is that fair? As Ross said... No one will do this. Doesn't matter. Let's just fucking do it anyway. Okay? Yeah, if, if you want to hear us whimper along in time with this trailer, it's yeah. the uh, Rogue One, a Star Wars story, trailer number two, brackets, official close brackets on yeah. YouTube. And it is HD. Yeah. <laughs> Let's so, go. So we're going to watch it now. Okay. So, are, so we we, are we going to say anything while we're doing this? I think or? we can talk about it while we're watching it. Okay. Yeah. So I'll tell you to shut the fuck we're, up. We're we started. We started. <laughs> Rings on the planet. Always makes it look cooler. So this is her dad, isn't it? Yeah, mad. Why the fuck did they land so far away? They look <laughs> like I've got to walk five miles to get to him. Is white the right thing to be wearing as well? Yes, there is. If you go back to the original, there is a guy that wears white. It's because he's the intelligence oh, section. Shit. He's also rainy. Thing with testicle face. Yeah. <laughs> the music's great as well. Yeah, didn't they? They changed composer. Didn't yeah. They? This, this Jeddah city, yeah. planet place looks And awesome. reverse of the start of New Hope as well. That looks so cool, the statue. <laughs> so New Hope's got the stormtroopers breaking in. Talk this faster, Daniel. Talk this faster. You missed yeah. Yarvin 4 looking fucking amazing. Sorry, sorry, oh, sorry. Mothma. Just shouting things. This guy's an amazing actor as well. Ben, whatever his name is. Mendelssohn. Mendelssohn, yeah. Uh. It is yet another daddy issues story by the looks of things, though. Oh, he said the thing. <laughs> That's the end of the film. <laughs> oh my god, he said rogue. I like the fact that this guy could be crushed by Darth Vader still. That's uh, a good point. Technology has been upgraded. Yes. I love all of them as well. Already. Yeah, this is just awesome. <laughs> and so this is the planet that the Death Star's in construction, presumably around. Yeah. yeah. The force is strong. Cool. Oh, God, that's not oh, oh, oh. Make ten men feel like a hundred. Yeah. That scene of the the dog fighting in the rain yeah. looks pretty spunk-worthy. Oh. <clears throat> Alan Tudyk piloting again. Yeah. Oh, what's going on there? Is that something crashing into the planet? I think we can all just be very happy that Darth Vader is in it and doesn't look like a bitch. Yeah. No, he's, he, I think he's going to, from what I heard, he's going to kick ass in this. He'd better. Yeah. Bearing in mind his last performance was moping no. about his girlfriend. Excellent. Cool. Right. Well, that's the trailer. Right. Dan passes Kleenex. Yeah. Let's <laughs> talk about God, this. I need to clean myself up after that. That film looks fucking amazing. I'm so, so, so excited about this film. I, Yeah. Like the trailer just hits me up to the chair. <laughs> <laughs> hits me in all the right Star Wars spots. Yep. It is essentially just a fun fan fiction. It's a it's a what if story almost. It's mm. uh this here's how the plans got to Princess Leia in the first place. I think that the the thing that's exciting me the most, apart from the whole just we can relax, we know it's going to be good. Yeah, Force Awakens has sort of set our minds at rest. Yeah, it's not going to be a Jar Jar Binks movie. 
Yeah, but it, it looks like it's sort of half war movie, half heist. And both those things sound pretty cool. It's got a, a real air of a dirty dozen about it as well. Yeah. But it suddenly seems to have taken a different course. I remember in the first trailer I was watching it thinking, I know this looks good, mm. but I haven't got a fucking clue yeah. what's going to happen. Who these? Who? Why are they? Who are these people fighting on a beach? Yeah. What's you know? What's going? On? Oh my god! It's, it was just too much. I think going on. But this trailer yeah. has actually it, it's kind of come in with us with a with a vague sense of story. Yeah. But it's just like the Force Awakens trailers. It, you know, those ones started really slowly showing Ray climbing and stuff like that. We didn't know who she fucking was by mm. this point. You know. This trailer is the one that I think is now pulling bits together. Yeah. Kind of going, you know, her dad was key to the development of the of the Death Star. That's why she's part of this. It's yeah. no longer feels like a little commando raid to steal plans. It's now becoming a a proper thing. There's mm-hmm. like there's something going on now. But it still hasn't really given too much away. No, like, yeah. You'll probably find out like that flashback sequence. That's probably gonna be in the first ten minutes of the movie. Yeah. Well, they, they say that there are three actresses playing Jenna. Yeah. So, so, so we saw yeah. Child One. Yeah. There. So there's gonna be another one which is gonna be teenage Jenna. So that's getting in trouble with the law, I'd imagine, or something. And I, like, I thought Felicity Jones could do that. You could youth her down a bit. Yeah. She's not exactly old looking, is she? So maybe, maybe there's an old woman version. Oh, maybe that's another thought. Maybe this is all a story, and she's telling it from a old oh age. Oh my god, that would be amazing! I, I, I'm well, like how I met your mother. Yeah, <laughs> how I met your mother in a galaxy far, far away. <laughs> how I met your mother's fucking terrible ending. <laughs> yeah, it was yeah. for such a good series. Because what he's basically saying is, kids, can I bang the person you call your aunt? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's it. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I think they might all die heroically. In that thought crossed my mind. Yeah, there is a superb moment in that trailer that gets me, which is that that bit where he, you know, where Matt went down, went, oh god, he said the thing. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, you know go rogue, and then it's immediately followed by that. Uh, I think it was. I think it was just after that. That bit with the planet, and then in the background, you can just see the Death Star mm. coming over the horizon. Coming over the horizon. That. I mean, that's that's what this is about. That's something else we've got to give mad props, much as I hate that expression, mm-hmm. to in this. So the, the Death Star is just about the most iconic image from Star Wars, mm. probably. Probably. Yeah. You know, you can draw a Death Star with two circles and a dot. Mm. Mm. Or a booby. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's, it's just about the most sort of visually recognisable thing. And then in this, every time you see it, they've done something new with it. Mm. That first yeah. reveal where you think it's a star field... And then the perspective shifts and you realise it's the lights from the portholes in the Death Star yes. and the shadow of the Star Destroyer coming across it. It raising above the, the horizon there. It, it, they've managed to do new and exciting things with stuff that we're so familiar with. Right, let's talk Death Star for a mm. moment. Mm. In Star Wars, it had just gone operational. Yeah. And the basically it was it was it was all done. There was no more hiding it in the backwaters, it was now the symbol of the Empire. Yeah. yeah. People, so people obviously seem to know about the Death Star. Some people knew about the Death Star. I don't think so. So its first test run is Alderaan. Mm. Well, is that... We might see a blood planet in this. Yeah. It would almost be a bit weird if we didn't. 
if you have the Death Star, mm. have it blow the shit out of something. Or, I don't know if they ever said that Alderaan was the first time it had been used. No, they, they've mentioned that it's a test, though. Well, Alderaan's they say it's gift. a demonstration. Yeah. Like, they want to scare the shit out of the population. And uh, Dantooine is too far away to make mm. an effective demonstration, so we're going to blow it all They never say it's the first time it's been yeah. fired. Yeah. So, you know, are we going to see it being tested on some unsuspecting planet in this? Some rebel outpost somewhere that needs to be made an example of? So here's my other question. Is this canon? Is it canon or is it a Star Wars story? These are are official. So these are canon? Yeah. So it, it begs the question of things like, is the Force Unleashed canon? Because that takes place on the Death Star just as it's about to go operational. In fact... One of the reasons why it takes so long to go operational is because of the things that Galen Marek, your player character in Star Wars Unleashed, mm, does as he's trying to get to, Yeah, he pulls the uh, the focusing crystals out of the way so that he can get um, through. And they end up having to, you know, it's kind of implied that they end up having to um, recast the crystals and stuff like that so that they can mm. actually focus the beams properly. And that's actually kind of what delays the Death Star from, and also the big fight they have mm. in the throne room delays. Uh, the uh, the station going online mm. as early. I don't think the games are officially canon, though, mm. are they? No, it's no, just the films more. and approved TV spin-offs. Because I mean, if you go and say the games are canon, then Dark Forces, it's it does the same. Car- as the yeah, Katarn right? yeah. that steals the Death Star plans. So for a long time, that was that was canon. Yeah, that, you mm. know, that was kind of implied. Operation Skyhook, where. Which yes, I do remember the operation name where yeah, where he lands on on that planet and steals the data tape is is canon. That, yeah. was, that was what happened. But now they're recasting it, unless of course they're putting it alongside that and they're going to surprise the shit out of us. And Katan's going to be, you know, he got part of the plans. These guys got the other part. And oh, God. if Carl Katan pops up in this, I'm going to have to excuse myself. <laughs> yeah. Go and have a banana and drink a pint of milk to replenish my supplies and go back in <laughs> and start hosing the cinema down again. Man, too much to deal with. Yeah. I but, don't think my brain could take that. that everyone's favourite Jedi awesome. geography teacher. If he's in this, that would be phenomenal. But then that is... like we said, This is why you shouldn't let people like us write movies. Mm. Because if we were writing this, we'd go, and then Cocktail pops up, and Mara Jade, and it's all amazing. <laughs> it's yeah. just fan service that yeah. is not always the best idea. Also, but, and it's amazing, doesn't translate very well. Yeah. Writing. Yeah. <laughs> the stage directions, it oh, is incredible. And it was awesome. Although in the, the filming trailer they did, there is that bit where he, where he is literally going, X-Wing, ATAT. Boom! And it's like, that just looks like so much fun. You're having a great time, aren't That's you? That's great, yeah. <laughs> I don't think to have done the film's ser- uh, like proper um, service, you you couldn't you couldn't not. What's the matter? You couldn't <laughs> just marshal your thoughts. Yeah, to to be involved with this sort of stuff, you had to be a fan. Yeah, yeah. You have to remember it how everyone else remembered it, which is what we have touched on before. This still looks like part of the original trilogy. Yes, yeah. the universe looks. That was the problem with Lucas, because he was, when he was making it in the 70s, he saw it in his head, how the prequels looked, probably. Yeah. So he was never happy with it. Everyone else thought it was incredible. Yeah. And wanted it to look like that for the rest of the movies, but he thought that was wrong. 
But unfortunately, he's the only person that thought like that. Mm. So, yeah, the best possible thing is to get him away from this. I think so. And get the fans. Can't be trusted with it. Get incredibly talented fans in to to have their say. Yeah, the fans who are very, very good filmmakers. Yeah, they should all be vetted (laughs) before before they're even given a script. I agree. Keep George Lucas away from this. And also, keep... Jedi away from it. We've had enough Jedi stories. I love the idea that they're mentioning the Force. There's the <laughs> blind guy that's obviously a little bit Force sensitive. Yeah, yeah. He clearly has. Yeah. Some from the way the trailers are cut, yeah. it makes it look like he has some sort of Force ability or sensitivity yeah. or something. But at the same time, he's not a Jedi. He, he's no. just a bit. But the Rebel Alliance always say to themselves, "May the Force be with you." Mm. You know, even even if it isn't, you know, they're, they're always saying, you know, well, you know, they're sort of saying, "May the Force be." With you, but that was back when we thought the force was a, um, you know, a, a living energy mm. rather than bacteria in your bloodstream. Yeah, yeah. and it's, it's definitely got. A, it's back to having kind of like a religious feel to it. Yeah, the, the image yeah. of that statue broken in the desert, yeah, flying over it. And and I mean, yeah, the bit even the bit where he says makes ten men feel like a hundred. Hmm. That's a very kind the of force. Uh, makes yeah. ten men feel like a hundred. Yeah, yeah that, that, so that that's the the rebels. Thing isn't it? They're yeah. they're outmanned, they're outgunned, they're outmaneuvered, but they have that passion and belief. It yeah. seems to me that this might even be a kind of the 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 forging of the Rebel Alliance. Yeah, it, it seems is, like this uniting in um, the face of a galactic superweapon on the scale of which no one has ever seen. Yeah, they're going from sort of my friend small skirmishes yeah. to like shit got real so mm. the enemy of my enemy is my friend yeah. and suddenly they unite and stuff like that because I always hated that kind of um, uh, thing by the end of the prequels where it was like it's only four or five senators who are really kind mm. of like oh no I don't think Palpatine's at all nice and they try and mm. do it and you kind of think well what have they got they've got so like six people kind yeah. of we're the Rebel Alliance. Like, well, and there was no one. There were no real people in it. It was all senators and Jedi and dignitaries. Whereas this is, it's normal bods. Mm. Yeah, you know the people who normal are actually bods. living in this universe rather than ruling it and making decisions about it. Yeah. So who do we think her dad is? Why is he important? So he's called Galen Erso. Mm. He seemed, from that it seems like he's like a. a designer or a scientist or something it's like they they need him to make the death star work yeah what because what do you think a reactor specialist weapon specialist i mean the weapon is probably the yeah it's the reason you build a death star is the weapon yes it is a it is a it's a platform for the i mean the death star if you know if if we're going to like give it sort of like military nomenclature death star is probably the code name for the Delivery system yes. of the whatever the weapons, which um, is if you you know when is. you go onto the wiki pages and that like most of the inside of the Death Star is the weapon, mm-hmm. yeah, isn't it? Um, it's um that whole um that kind of con uh, is it what is it convex convex or concave concave so that concave dip yeah which we can see on this little picture here. In fact, you know what? Fuck it. We are always we you always hear people tapping away. Yeah. Let's have a look at this. Death Star schematic. <laughs> so from what I remember, isn't it six ion cannons that meet in the middle to fire off? It's not an ion cannon, isn't ion, it? Ion cannons just um, disrupt your electronics and shields. They're like the uh, the EMP of the Star Wars universe. Right, here we go. This is a great little picture. Death Star prototype. 
Okay, so this is a picture of basically a kind of metal ball showing, yes, indeed, it is all, so all of this stuff, mm. you've got a big round circle of uh, kind of spherical metal bars, and then you've got the big... Oh shit, it's the, crystal, the crystals, isn't it? Yeah, so you've got like the lens frame, the super, the super laser focus lens, the amplification crystal, laser crystal, uh, reactor core, yeah, so everything is, is the weapon. Yeah, it's, it's mainly machinery, isn't it? And it's it's probably the weapon is, you know, if we were getting into trying to make it realistic, that, that would be the bit that's the most difficult. The rest of it's all, you know, it's got a hyperdrive, that's well tried technology by yeah, this point. and it's, a toilet. It's fucking massive, but they can build super star destroyers, so yeah. it's not, it's just sort of an extension of the same principles, whereas the, the weapon is the main thing that's sort of completely unique well it's, it's just called a weapon mm. it's, it's not called anything other than it's um do the empire refer to it as the death star at any point the death star what yeah tarkin refers to it uh, Tes- uh, Tes- tesco uh, tarkin refers to it yeah. as the death star uh vader is the one that refers to it as a technological terror he's, so, not, he's not all that into it is it he nope. thinks it's overrated so it's, it's, it's there. You go. Yeah. Look. See that this, this. So that was. So the thing we were looking at was actually the prototype hmm. um, for it, which was the test bed for the weapon. This picture here that we've picked up shows that, in fact, what Russ was saying is absolutely right. We'll put the picture up on Twitter. Yeah. The, the, the this. On Twitter. This is all power stations and and look. This is reactor stuff yeah. all down here, all for the weapon. I mean, look at all this. All the power is for the weapon. It's coming mm. from the reactor mm. in there. So this. Yeah, so I imagine the habitable area of it probably isn't actually all that big. It's probably not. It's probably it's, no bigger than what you have in a starship. It's probably got less crew. I, I, there must on the wiki there must be sort of things about how many people it has in it. But thinking about it logically, it probably needs less crew than a star destroyer. Yes, because it's pretty much single purpose. Turn up, scare the shit out of people, blow up the planet if necessary. Well, all the ships on it are designed to protect the ship, designed to protect the Death Star. Yes. So any ships on it, any other smaller guns on it, are just designed to protect. That they're not designed to take out anything big, no. So yeah, um. So what about a potentially like a crystals expert? This guy, Genaso's dad. I, I get the impression. sounds a bit wanky. It does, but crystals sounds, are so yeah. so important in the Star Wars universe. Sounds a bit like lightsabers. Lightsabers yeah. use crystals. But you know, it kind of doesn't really matter. It that's a bit of a you know a MacGuffin. Yeah, it's just he is her father. The Empire need him to make the Death Star work, and yeah. I think like he, I don't think they kill him. It looks like he might be killed in that first scene, mm. but then you see him looking older later on. So I think they've got him, which is clearly why she's involved. I think it's fairly obvious that um, Ben, what's his face, is name I forgot. Mendelssohn. Mendelssohn's character is going to die at the end of this as well. Well, he's the big baddie, isn't he? He's the big baddie, and he he's... looks so fucking cool in this. He does, yeah. around in his white cloak all the time. And he's not in New Hope as well. No, but like he could be just next door. I suppose so. But he's having a lot of conversations that Grand Moth Tarkin's having yeah. in New Hope with uh, Darth Vader. I get the feeling Darth Vader's been sent there to go, can you just hurry this along a bit and see what's going on with it? What, you mean? Darth Vader's been sent to the Death Star. Yeah. Yes. To, to like the same way that the Emperor rocks up on the second one. Yeah, yeah, pretty much, yeah. 
Or, yeah. Or maybe there is some element of the force involved in this. Potentially, you need the force because all the crystals and stuff in lightsabers mm. are forged by, you know, shaping through the force. Yes, yeah. yeah. And the uh, Jedi will pick a crystal that talks to him, mm. and he will use that in his lightsaber, and it will be forged, and the facets will be cut uh, properly by the force. Potentially, you need the force to create the crystals that are used to uh, in the focusing lens, maybe mm. for the um, mm. maybe. Maybe. Anyway, who knows? Because if we're going to believe canon, just been looking at it here. Obviously, we see it in the clone, uh, the Attack of the Clones. Mm-hmm. We see the plans. My master's weapon, blah blah. blah. And then we see it at the end of Revenge of the Sith under construction. Yep. Like Wait, which has got Grand Moff Tarkin. Yeah, appears. Yep. yep. Played by someone made up to look like Peter Cushion. Hmm. I'll start eating, that's a mistake. <laughs> Do you ever watch Farscape? Uh, no, I didn't know. It's Scorpio from Farscape. Yeah. Oh, wow. So the Death Star under... Uh, see, I'm just bringing up the... Apparently it was the embodiment of the Tarkin doctrine, which was rule through terror. Um, blah, blah, missing plans. Rebels of blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah. So all this stuff might change, though. It's so all this stuff that's on the wikis at the moment. The combining of schematics... Operation oh. Skyhook. Fucking told you. Fucking told With you. What? Bria, through the actions of Officer Bria Taran and Red Hand Squadron, the Alliance engaged. Is that her name, Bria? Who? In, in Rogue. Do we know if that's no, her name? Ginesso. She's Ginesso, yeah. We can, we can, this you can't take as canon, because this is just something that someone's written on the wiki. Oh. And it, <laughs> it'll be based on novels and comic books, which are now. What are they calling it? Extended Universe mm. or something? So we don't know how the plans are captured, etc. Because last time we saw the plans was on Geonosis, wasn't it? Mm. Yes. And then, the, then we saw it physically in Revenge of the Sith. And this could be years later. Yeah. Because, I mean, presumably well, it I mean, takes a fair while now, to build this thing. Yeah. Almost 20 years. Mm. Yeah. Almost twenty. I mean, let's put it this way: it was they, they started building it during the Clone Wars because, in the expanded universe, there was the uh, the Council, uh, the Separatist Council, were already arguing how to prolong the war for long enough for their secret weapon to come alive. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it eventually turns out that you know it takes ten, fifteen years after that for it actually to be complete. Like, who was it built by? Sinar Fleet Systems. Is that who it is? Again, that would be something. Oh, no, it does. Sinar Fleet Systems. Imperial Department of Military Research and Sinar Fleet Systems built it. And it was called the DS-1 Orbital Battle Station. Or, as Tarkin designated it, an Expeditionary Battle Moon. (laughs) Battle (laughs) Moon. That's brilliant. Nice. Anyway. Tarkin, you're not allowed to name stuff anymore. It's clearly not well known that it exists. because Not by that point. Because even... Han Solo, Obi Wan Kenobi, and Luke Skywalker don't definitely don't know it exists. No, Solo is like connected. If there was rumours about yeah. this thing, he'd hear about it. Yeah, he'd probably want to avoid it as well. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, he'd be like, that. yeah, exactly. That's no moon. That's the big fucking space station I've been hearing about. Yeah, exactly. Oh shit! Oh shit! Oh shit! Oh shit! Oh shit! Oh shit! Yeah. 
So yeah, I'm, I'm guessing it's being constructed in secret yeah, it, around that tropical-looking planet. But yeah. the rebels clearly know that it exists. Or they find out that it exists at some point in this. Do you think they find out because she's in contact with her father? Or do you think she finds out, or they all find out it exists because it blows up a planet? On its test run. Not I mean, a demonstration, that, but the test That run. would sort of make sense when they come across the ruin, the, the wreckage of a planet, and like, yeah. something must have done this. Yeah. But something to do this would have to be huge, Russ. Mm. God, you should be an actor. <laughs> um, it would be massive. Or could it be, so maybe um, Alan Tudyk's character is an Imperial droid, isn't he? Yeah. He's been reprogrammed. Be yeah. And what, a flesh droid? What? Or is he just voicing a droid? He's a droid. He's, he's, just he's a droid. voicing a droid. He's, yeah. he's motion captured. Yeah. Oh, okay. I yeah. See. Uh, and is it Riz Ahmed's character is an Imperial yeah. pilot, but like a sort of like a cargo pilot. Yeah. He, he sort of contracts to the Empire. So maybe maybe that's how they Potentially, hear yeah. about it. He sees something. I think there's a real... As, as we did this before. We talked about Rogue One before. Mm. I think there's a real opportunity for the Rebels to be a bit rebellious as well. Mm. Maybe a little not always squeaky clean. I think there's an opportunity for them to maybe pick up the plans in, in a less than... Do some shady shit together. Yeah, potentially. Yeah, I get the feeling we might Mon Mothma might come out of this one looking a a bit darker than we've seen her in Return of the Jedi. The whole, I'd say that in Return of the Jedi, the whole many Bothans died to get us these plans. Yeah, it means at some point she's probably gone. We're going to need to sacrifice these people yeah. to get to get us these plans. Leave, leave them behind. Get the plans out. Exactly. Mon is an interesting character. Like she's had about seven lines in the whole thing. Yeah, but she's a really striking character. She's undoubtedly, like Dan says, she's undoubtedly one of the major architects of every move up to that point, up, even up to the sort of the uh, the attack on the second Death Star. Mm. She is firmly one of the political heads of the Rebel Alliance, mm. and to get to the head of that sort of thing and maintain something, you've got to have seen some nasty shit. It's yeah. like they always say, like Barack Obama is our, is the president of the United States, mm. and they always go. Yeah, and they always go, he was only a senator for like uh, sort of four years or something like that before he became president. Very short amount of time compared to a lot of the other career politicians. And people say, oh, he was untouched by sort of the Washington corruption. No, no. You don't become no. a senator no. or or a congressman or anything like that without having to have shaken some greasy poles. You know, you, <laughs> that's just not how it happens. Mm. You you will, you know, that you will have had to have backed Bitten, backstabbed, fought yeah. your way up through the through the through the ranks to get there. You are touched by the corruption. She's seen some dark shit. Yeah, she's, she's responsible to. for some stuff as well. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It's probably she's probably. I get the feeling in this one, she's well aware she's sending people to their death. Hmm. She's got that sort of steely ruthlessness. Yeah, look to her. Definitely. I might do, be do sending know, like, them to their death. Background? Is she is she a Senator or a politician or something? She was a member of the Galactic Senate, I believe. Because mm. you see her in... there. She's in a deleted scene of um, Revenge of the Sith. Oh, is she? In yeah. one of the flying saucer things? Uh, no, no. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, in, I think, Bail Organa's apartment, mm. talking about how uh, we're concerned about the moves. You know, 
the, in George Lucas's script, like basically the war's been raging for four years and in the, or two years, and in those time the, the Palpatine's become more more and more powerful, and only towards the end are people going. Hmm, I think yeah, we're a bit concerned. Let's sign, let's sign a charter and a, and a letter and say, please, dear Mr. Palpatine, give back some of your executive powers, um, which is all a bit bullshit. But she's there. Yeah. So she's obviously... Oh, yeah, wasn't that, it, was, it was that actor that was cast, and then her scene was cut. And then this came along, and they're like, we'll just get the same one. And yeah. now she's got sort of a really major role. Yeah. Must have been quite nice. I think so, especially when it's like, she went, oh, okay... And they go, do you know George Lucas isn't involved? She was like, oh, oh, yeah, right, okay, right. Well, cool, yeah, no, absolutely, he's a twat. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I think, I mean, I mean, the, the way this has to end in my eyes is with Leia getting the plans. Yeah, I don't know who might be a bit on the nose yeah. to actually see Leia. But yeah, I, I don't. Yeah, let's. Yeah, uh, it'd be quite exciting to see the ship. Yeah, blockade runner. Um. Uh, was it called the Tanti Four? Tanti Four, yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe hear a little little blipty blue blue from RT. Yeah, something like that. And I, I, it would be, as I say, it would be great if the last scene of the of the film is the the blockade runner moving towards the camera, followed by the Star Destroyer, which leads you directly into New Hope. That would be cool. I, I've got to say, I'm yeah. finding it hard to concentrate on many things. If that's how it ends, yeah, that'd be amazing. Can you imagine if it ended like that, and just before it ended like that, you see like Carl the blockade Katarn's, runner blows up, go fuck you, like Carl <laughs> Katarn's multi crow <laughs> flying away. I mean, honestly, there's not going to be a dry seat in the house because <laughs> you'll have dredged them all. Oh my god. <laughs> Oh, it's brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> Cinemas full of 30 something year old men just clutching their crotches. in each other. <laughs> it's going to be awful. Well, it'll be amazing. It'll be a Star Wars high. Definitely. Uh, on the. Aside, aside uh, I don't know, words are failing me, it's getting quite late. Um, just as an idea, surely we'll see the um, first episode 8 trailer. During Rogue One as well. During? Yeah, not during, halfway through. Just, here we go, have this. Now an intermission. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, in the trailers, I'd imagine we'll get the episode 8 trailer. Yeah, you'd think so, wouldn't you? Because they've finished, wrap, they've wrapped up the shooting, haven't they? They're just editing now. Because they're now at the one film a year. I can't, I'm so, this is, we get this every year for I know. like five years. I'm, I'm so excited. Oh. God bless you, JJ. I know. It's, um, yeah, that would make sense, wouldn't it? Just to keep the... Uh, or maybe you tack it on at the end. Keep everyone's boner at maximum. I, I do think... I don't think it's going to be just five years. I think we're no, going to get... It'll be as long as they're making money out of it, which yeah. will be forever. I yeah. think this is our life now. <laughs> yeah. it's going to be, there's going to be a new Star Wars film every year, and they're, they're probably not going to be atrocious. No. They're probably going to be all right. Do you think people are going like going to George Lucas? You you could have been doing this. Yeah. You could have had there could be forty films by now. Yeah, but and they could have all made you a fortune. Do your impression. What? Well, there you go. See, all he's doing is he's just sitting there going, "Yeah, but I've got like billions of pounds." Yeah, I'm finding Skywalker ranch and just with my giant. I'll, I'll be dead soon, but I've got billions. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's he's yeah. he's he he physically 
I mean, he obviously still owns. I mean, he is the creator. He, it, they are his intellectual mm. property. Star Wars is his intellectual property. He, he is making a fortune. I don't think George Lucas, for him, it was ever really about the story, because, because he was, he was the one that was like, um, yeah, it's okay. I, I made the first Star Wars, but I won the merchandising rights. Yeah, you yeah. know, he knew. He yeah. knew what he had on his hands. Canny motherfucker. Which is probably why afterwards he was just like, oh, you know. Uh, let's get two other directors. They can do the other two films in my increasingly lucrative yeah. saga where, <laughs> while I'm building a house out of plastic lightsabers and Jar Jar Binks <laughs> toys. I mean, that's that's the, that's the case. Yeah. I mean, Disney are now taking it on in exactly the same cynical ways, but instead of doing all the shit prequels, they're dressing it up in the very welcome package mm. of good films. Yeah, I've got, I've got to respect. Like people yeah. were very worried when they found out that Disney were buying Star Wars. Yeah. But since that's happened, we've got new stuff, and it's all really fucking good so far. There was one film. Yeah. 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 No, it's, one it's, film and a few trailers, but it's looking pretty good. That well, they they've gone right. So we need the right people to do these films. Then we mm. need to get the right people involved. What do people want to see? Well, let's get M Night Shyamalan. <laughs> <laughs> what can people not get enough of? He just pops up at the end and goes, "Or is it?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jen Erso takes a mask off and there she is there he is and it's Russ Abbott it's Russ Abbott <laughs> oh my god it's amazing Kyle and Russ Abbott <laughs> or uh, the, the film starts the whole film starts with just Leia going to sleep and then in her head once upon a time yeah. the galaxy far far away and once the whole, thing, the the whole time, thing's in Leia's head I wasn't being tortured in the Death Star yeah mm. um yeah, I, I think Disney Disney obviously know what they're doing. They know how to make some money, don't they? Let's be honest. So, yeah. Um, and it, it's a lot of it's about fan service, about nostalgia, and really playing on it. And they they are they've obviously sat down and go right with a big whiteboard and go what do people want to see? And someone's gone Han Solo, Boba Fett, and maybe something before the first Star Wars film. Is that like how they got yeah. their star plans? No one was, no one cares about the Jedi's and shit in one, two, and three. Forget everything that happened in those films. It's still technically canon, but forget everything that happened. What's that? Ewan McGregor's on the phone. No, not interested. Tell him to fuck off. That, um, that is what upsets me the most, is that, is that even though we kind of look at it and go, George, you know, you could have been doing mm. really good films. Actually, he had the makings of pretty good films. Mm. The Jedi Order at the peak of its power, just as it's about to take on the pupil that will be its downfall. Mm. The, the, you know, the hubris of that organisation, that pride that gets swept aside. They, he never took, he never did the right thing. He never made them out to be the pure heart of the galaxy. The people who were mm. genuinely trying to fight against the torpor and the, um, and the, the degeneration of the ideals of the Galactic Republic that were being swept aside by people like Chancellor Valorum and the banking clans and all that sort of stuff. The, the jet, you know, he made them look like, you know, f- forgive the, the word, impotent, useless. You never got seen them doing anything. Apart no. from sitting around in a bunch of customised chairs. The, the comic book versions of the Jedi Counts and stuff like that make them look like such action-oriented mm-hmm. people who are genuinely doing things and making a difference. Well, do you remember that? Um, Whereas the films made the them first, just fucking useless. First Clone Wars cartoon. Yeah. So not the one that looks like wooden puppets, but mm. the Gendi Taranovsky, I think. Is yeah. it, yes, the actual cartoon. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and it's like, they're, it's Jedi out on missions. Yeah. Mm. They're in that awesome like armour and cloak mm. combo. And they're, they're off doing things. They're, they're mediating 
talks, they're breaking a siege somewhere, they're mm. fighting, they're doing shit. They were almost it like the kind of um, they were almost like the the weapon grip ta- the weapon gripping hand of the Republic. It was mm. almost like the you know these people aren't going to kill you unless you present yourselves yeah. as a mm. threat. The Jedi are here. It's serious. These are the yeah, enforcers this is getting of, sorted out one way or the of other. democracy and and you know righteousness. I mean, the fact is though, they have to fuck it up by having a dark side of the force. Yeah. I mean, you know, the, well, I'm I'm you know the brown side of the force. You know, <laughs> I'm, the, I'm the day glow pink side of the force. You know, there's um the other thing is they don't realise quite how bad things have got until the very last moment as well. They've made it look like total idiots in those films. Well, you get Yoda going, hard to see the dark yeah. side is. Yeah. And that explains the whole reason that you can have the most powerful dark Jedi in history. Everything. It's like, yes, but the cloud mm-hmm. is sitting across the desk from you. <laughs> yeah, going clearly evil. Yeah, sort of going, <laughs> oh, seeing you alive yes. warms my heart. <laughs> and you just think... It's 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 clearly him. I mean, come on. I suppose it is some kind of dictatorship that I've now managed to to worm my way into. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) that's an ugly word for it, though. And the the whole last film should have been the Jedi going to the Council, going, "How can you not see this?" Yeah, they they should have been trying to convince the Council that this guy is evil. He's fucking everything up. You should be on our side. Um, Even Yoda. In that scene where yeah. he goes, impossible to see yeah. the future, he looks at um, Chancellor Palpatine and frowns at him mm. as if he's kind of like, oh, maybe. He, fucking Mace Window, Mace, Win- Mace Window, <laughs> Mace Windu in Revenge of the Sith goes, then our worst fears have been confirmed. I'm sorry. Yeah, Was so, these your so worst fears? Tell me about so it. What, were you, what were you doing the whole time? You do realise there's a bunch of dead children in the council chambers. <laughs> as a, well, no, hang on, I'm just getting yeah. things out. But you know what I mean? No, that, that's classic uh, Lucas mm. scintillating script writing at its very best. The it's, worst fears have been confirmed. Things are bad. Yes, it is bad. <laughs> <laughs> Let's have another CGI spaceship shot now. Yeah. I like that it took a teenager going up to him and going, no, nah, he just told me. He, it, it's him. Yeah. It's definitely if, him. If it turns out it's him and he kills me... Yeah. Then you'll have earned my trust. <laughs> yeah, yes. Uh, or we could just go and kill him, and I swear, I swear it's true. Please trust me. Mm. <laughs> like, you know, Anakin even tries to do the right thing. That's, that's what's so ham-fisted about that mm. horrendous scene is that Anakin's actually going there, going, I've run away from him because he's revealed to me that he's the Sith. Mm. And then suddenly he does something about my face and goes, he must stand trial. Yeah, I'm so noble about this. I'm going to kill this other Jedi yeah. mm. and then go murder a bunch of kids. Uh, but yeah. then, but then goes. Yeah, that, that escalates really quickly. But then suddenly, <laughs> yeah, but then suddenly goes. I need him. So mm. it's suddenly gone from he's the Sith, mm. we should capture or kill him, to he must stand trial. To then, you know, you don't see any of the kind of like connecting dots. Because if, if he's going like, I have to spare his life because he told me that my girlfriend might die. Yeah. Yeah. Hang on a second. And. He's yeah. clouded everyone else's judgment, and I've been getting these weird dreams recently about mm. Padme dying. Mm. And then he told me he knows how to bring people back mm. to life. That all makes perfect sense. He's fine. Hang on, let me just ship all of my money to this Nigerian businessman, and then I'll be right with you. Oh, <laughs> Anakin Skywalker fell for so many phishing scams. Didn't he he? Really must have done. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely. just like no, your password has to be like mixture of letters and numbers, and you can ne- even if they ring up and they say they're from the bank, Anakin, you never give them your password. I'm sorry, Padme. I won't do it again, Padme. Fucking prick. 
you've got to change it from Pod Racer One. Yeah, it's yeah. like it's like those um, Tatooine rocks, or, or caps with an X. I, 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 I don't know much about computers mm-hmm. in the grand scheme of things compared to other people, mm. but even I know when someone rings me up and says, "I've been monitoring your computer activity and have detected errors on your system. All you need to do is to go upstairs, turn your computer on, and install this program that will let me take control <laughs> so that I can fix it for you." Even I know that that sounds fucking retarded. Yeah. How? My computer's not Anakin even would be on. Halfway up the stairs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. My computer's not even on. How can you see anything? Oh, yeah, there's loads of errors. Watching a lot of porn, have you? I'm like, well, that is besides the point. <laughs> it's not even on. <laughs> there's, um. Yes, I have actually, a lot. <laughs> that's probably why Vader's not in charge of the Death Star. Because of all the porn. Because, I mean, Palpatine knows. He's got exactly what he'll fall for. Because he's, like, he's, he's got in private browsing up on the inside of his screen there, and he's just standing, sort of slightly rocking in the corner. Yeah. <laughs> don't, don't disturb the big man for five minutes. Yeah. Yeah. It's like you said. There's bound to be something in his suit that takes care of that thing. Yeah. Wait until you hear his little self-cleaning cycle <laughs> popping up. Yeah. <laughs> and he's back in the room. Yeah. It's happened again. Just arm up here. Leg all over the place. Go. You pressed that button. I told you not to press that button. I mean, the inside of that cape's got to be plastered with with Maybe. semen. <laughs> <laughs> it's just got to be everywhere. I think he said it. We. I think we discussed. It's, it's gone, right? His penis it's is gone. gone. Yeah. He. I mean, he's lying with his advanced, Pretty advanced prosthetics. In mm. that. You know, Luke's hand looks pretty much perfect. Yeah. I'm sure you could get a <laughs> some sort of droid. Droid cock installed. But why? Why? Why would he need it? Well, it's like we said, isn't it? That Well, actually, to be fair, I mean, I, I, I said it during our searching questions bit, which was that level of anger can only really be mm. achieved if you don't have the ability yeah. to jerk off. Maybe they were going to install one. Yeah. And then the Emperor's like, no, seriously. Last and time here is your new cock. I was joking. Was so fucking annoying. We're not... Just, just yeah. take, keep it off. Keep it off. He's like a neutered dog. He'll be... He'll be less bother, he'll be less angry, he'll run around less. So I, I get the feeling he turns up to the Death Star and the Emperor's like, uh, he goes, I'm here, he goes, oh god, he's there, I told him not to go, he's fucking there, he's going to ruin Do you everything. we'll see the Emperor in this? No. That might be a bit too much. Yeah. The gang's all back. <laughs> yeah. And is, is Vader going to say anything? How are we going to do his Yeah, words? he's going to say, he's going to say something. Hey, James Earl Jones has signed up for it, hasn't he? He must be able to do the same, same voice still. Yeah, definitely. And it's so modulated anyway. They could. It is so yeah, great. It. it is such a great voice, though. Yeah. Have it's... you ever seen the footage of um, the um, what's his name, Peter Mayhew? No, yeah. David. Uh, no, uh, David, David Prowse. Prowse. Yeah, yeah. It. Mayhew's uh, Chewbacca, isn't he? Yeah. You are David Prowse doing that. Yeah. <laughs> so stupid. Yeah. And he was generally upset that they didn't use his voice. Yeah. I just don't understand it. <laughs> <laughs> We tear the ship apart until we find those plans. <laughs> Do we know who's doing who's who is actually in the Vader suit in this one? Someone tall. Someone tall. Hopefully, yeah, rather than imposingly. When and, and another point, when Hayden Christensen says, I want to do Vader, don't let him do it. Well, I think the point is that obviously Vader by that point, he could he could in theory be anyone inside that armor. Yeah, exactly. And actually, that's why and it should be. that excellent scene in Empire Strikes Back is, is all you really need, is that you see the back of this horribly mm. scarred head. Yeah. You know, and it's, yeah. 
and it yeah. disappears and you think you know that's the first time you get an inkling of what's under that yeah. under that suit that's more striking than seeing him all arms lopped off flying in the yeah in the, the sort of bank of the but don't as in he wanted to be put in the suit so the bit where he's going and Padme that's that's Hayden Christensen in the suit because he asked a bit but he looks like a child just running around going no no, that's so not just put, put a tool of alive. Yeah. I felt it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love the fact you really see and go, You killed her. Yeah. You dick. It seems in your anger you killed her. So if you just be kind of like my right hand man now, because you know she's dead anyway, then. I don't want to be a dick about it. But yeah. This suit was super expensive. Exactly. So, so you're going to need to dedicate the rest there, of your life to my service. And a, also Vader. A sphincter says what? 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 <laughs> and he fell for it. There's a, there's a fantastic um, description of... of um, uh, it, I think it's actually in a novel called The Rise of Darth Vader, mm. which is set in the, in the months immediately following his turn mm. Mm. and how he's becoming accustomed to his new suit. And there's this great description of, of all of its shortcomings, sort of saying that his new robotic legs put into those plasteel boots... Are so are canted forward at an angle that he 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 almost feels unsteady on them. Like mm. he, he he's trying to come to terms, you know, coming to get into grips with his new legs, and actually it's really hard to stay because they've got a they've got a sort of a slight incline on the heel, which is kind of forcing his legs mm. f- slightly forward. So he kind of feels like he's walking on tiptoes the whole time. He's having trouble, you know, adapting to a new type of lightsaber battle because of course the big shoulder pauldrons mm. on the on the on the suit inhibit arm movement like the ones he used to do with the you know all mm. over his head oh. and things like that so he's having to adapt to a new sort of kind of one-handed and two-handed kind of lightsaber fighting like the audio receptors don't quite work properly they needle him with feedback every now and then everything's bathed in red mm. it's, it's a really vivid description of the real kind of you know it, it, of the material on the knees of his um, uh, on the on his arms sag and bunch down down at the bottom and it's it's not it's ne- it doesn't quite work how it should and he's always talking you know it's always things about if it had um, if it had been designed with proper comfort in mind and not just kind of thrown <coughs> together it probably would be better and he probably could be moved but he can't be taken out of the suit for long enough to be put into a new thing mm-hmm. so he's kind of stuck with this outmoded outdated kind of and he's like you know, all the control panels are right there. Yeah. There's, you know, there's a switch. You know, in this description, it's like one one of these switches could just deactivate everything. It, you know, he, and and actually, he's, it even says I think he's kind of knocked one by accident, and it's kind of cut out part of the suit, and he had to reactivate it. And you know, it's just nice. oh, it's just crazy. You know, he'll never be able to summon force lightning in any way because it'll short circuit everything on his <laughs> on his control set. It's just amazing. It's so, so good. It's well worth it. It's only like three or four paragraphs, but it's it's this real, like, Jesus, you know, that that's what this man has had to yeah. kind of come it's to terms a living with. hell, basically. He is. He's yeah. trapped inside this walking prison. But by the end of the book, he's sort of come to terms with it, and and that's the whole point. It's the rise of Lord Vader. Yeah. It's, um, yeah. But yeah, you never, you never, he doesn't really come across as a happy character, no, ever, yeah. does he? no. No, it kills a lot of people. Kills an awful lot of people. Yeah, still, yeah. I, I think he's. I think we'll see maybe a slightly more active Darth Vader in this one, though. Hope so. Yeah, yeah. I think. I think we'll genuinely see the guy who can like cut down thirty people in one go, rather than. But by that point, it, with it being built, he's mm. he's the New Hope Vader. Yeah, 
he's the confident. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. But then, yeah, like, so if we do see him in action in this, there are no Jedi who mm. could stand up to him on it. So if he does turn up with something where the the protagonist of this film, they're just gonna have to run away. He's gonna yeah. slaughter them all, mm. which may well be, you know, can imagine a scene where there's a bunch of twenty or thirty rebels go in and two or three come out. Well, we know he makes it out of this alive, so yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so that's that's not a good sign. I think he would be a completely unopposable force in this. There is nobody who could stand up to him. I don't think he's the bad guy. I think um, Ben Mendelsohn's the bad guy in this. I think director Krennic. I think he's called. And I yeah, and I think what Darth Vader is, he's the the demon over Krennic's shoulder, so to speak, who's just trying to make sure this this gets done in the way it's supposed to be done. I'd imagine it always always feels like Krennic's got his own ideas for this. Yeah. Uh, and I would imagine that... That's why we never see him. Yeah, Vader's been sent to make sure he's not trying to overthrow yeah. the Empire or... Maybe Vader will end up taking him out. Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking. I kind of figure that was probably what's going to happen. Mm. Um, Once the job's done. Potentially, yeah. But then again, Vader didn't build the Death Star. You think he's just there in a sort of enforcing... Yeah, I, he's... Capacity. He's never... Even in that meeting with all the the generals in New Hope, he defers to Tarkin. Yeah, he he's not Vader's not in charge there by any no, stretch of the imagination. No. All the other generals are there, like or whatever they are, the, the heads of department. I'd imagine Every, everyone outranks yeah. him. Yeah, in in the imperial hierarchy. Despite the fact that yeah. by that point, even he's supreme commander of the imperial armed forces. Mm-hmm. But then potentially that, like you say, isn't necessarily a ranking position when it comes to imperial government. And they don't, like they don't even seem to be that scared of him because <laughs> they know that the emperor would have their backs if he tried anything. Yeah, it's only Empire Strikes Back when he seems to be really in charge of anything. Because the command structure of the empire, I guess, is weakened slightly. Yeah. Because all the sector governors are dead by that. Yeah, because they're Tarkin's all on this gone, one thing. Yeah, yeah. Gone. Um, by that point, Lord Vader is probably mm-hmm. elevated by the by the emperor into a more sort of trusted. The immediate loss of about twelve of the yeah. top. Right, yeah. fine. Well, that's while, you know. while this is all going on, the emperor is still consolidating <coughs> power and drawing more and more close to mm, him. Mm. You know, it's still at this point sort of a, a, a relatively traditional armed forces structure. Yeah. See, but this is the thing as well. The emperor as well, because he is Darth Sidious. He is you know, Lord Sidious, the the mm. Dark Lord of the Sith. In fact, the 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 master to the apprentice. Mm-hmm. He's also by that point we know disappointed with how Lord Vader has turned out he's not the apprentice he wanted for no. the legacy of no. the Sith he's you know so the so the Emperor is looking I think at this point to take take on more people so Vader is having to fight and prove himself I think at every turn mm. is is the character that they built up for Vader throughout the thing so it would be interesting to see if Vader maybe is a character kind of you know, seeing potential to eradicate a rival, if you see yeah. what I mean. You know, yes, this guy may have created the Death Star, but if Lord Vader can stop those people from stealing the plans... The, the other thing... And usurp this, you know, usurp this guy's position... Yeah. Maybe... I mean, Vader's there almost as a bit piece in, in New Hope. He's He's the guy that just happens to be on the station, right? But what if, what if, sorry, I'm, I'm just sorry. I'm just, Might be able to say the same thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What if the reason why he's not in charge in A New mm. Hope is because of something that happens 
that they're going to show us in Rogue One? What if he fucks up? Or what if he's there? He's the one that loses the plans. What if he's there for a very different reason? What if he's there looking for... What if his job is to find other Force-sensitive people and he's there to try and find his kids? Interesting. But he thinks they're dead. But what if somehow he knows they're not dead? What do you mean? He's looking for Luke and Leia. He's the guy that he's the guy that um, busts open the door on the blockade runner. That's true. Yeah. And so, what if he's failing his mission more and more throughout those three films because he's not able to convert Luke to the dark side? Interesting. Mm. And, and so that that means you can have him in this film as kind of like just just a passenger almost mm-hmm. and he's the, he's seeing Krennic fuck this up royally or something or and he's just there to make sure that it's he's he, he himself believes the force is the most powerful thing in the universe more powerful than a Death Star yeah. and I'd imagine he's got that because the Emperor's told him because he seems to do everything the fucking Emperor tells him so I'd imagine he's there for a very different reason than Grand Moth Tarkin or Krennic would be there see it's what I'm loving so much about this we know nothing really about what's going to happen in yeah. this film despite the fact that we know all the story that's led up to it and all the story that happens after it and we know certain things that have to happen in this film but we've still got no idea what what it's going to be and what shape it's going to take we don't know why the pieces are where they are at the start of New Hope that's the only thing we don't know at the moment that's true yeah and how, this, how this how will explain it comes out how many sleeps are there to go oh, it's uh, December isn't it yeah. yeah, I think we do one more pod about this. We do like a predictions pod before we go see it, and then I think we'll just an hour of we'll just go. Ah! Yeah, and then I think we immediately do a pod afterwards of we've just been to see it. Yeah, that was rather good. And we've squirted our pants. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and I now have no underpants. <laughs> yeah. What if it's a huge disappointment? Oh, that thought crossed my mind gutting. as well. That would be gutting. What if? Yeah. What if? Episode seven's raised our expectations mm. slightly, and this isn't as good as episode seven. It can be not as good as episode seven. It just needs to. It still just needs to be better than episodes one, two, and three. Yeah, I, I hate to tempt fate. Yeah, but I really don't think it's going to have problem besting the prequels. No. Um, and to be fair, and as I think we touched on before, mm. that is pretty much all episode seven had to do was not be as yeah, shit just as have to clear that bar. It just mm. had to reset. Sorry, could you change the tablet slightly? Look in the hand. Yeah, just... <laughs> <laughs> That's nice. That's a Red Dead Redemption uh, mock-up. Some fan has obviously put uh, ping-pong paddles in the hand of every single one of the seven people on that silhouette. <laughs> it's just weird that that's what we were talking about before. Yeah, it's quite funny. Um, yeah. It's not going to be a disappointment. It can't be a disappointment. I'd be, I'd be really shocked if it is. It, mm. This is fe- I've got a better, even better feeling about this than uh, Force Awakens. Yes, yeah, I. I do not have a bad feeling about this. Same. James Gurnalist, the games journalist's games journalist. Think of me as a cross between Han Solo and Lord Byron, but, you know, more about games journalism. 
I spent the last 12 years intrepidly travelling from one end of the globe to the other to bring my audience the very best in untamed games journalism. I've written for websites like IGMM, Nataku, GamePots, Polywogglegon, and uh, magazines like uh, PC Gamering, PC Friend Zoning, I Love Games A Lot Weekly Magazine, and Razzle. Anyway, enough about me. I'm uh, looking forward to starting my reviews on uh, Too Much Time in Our Hands podcast. <laughs> It's recording. Good? It's cool. recording. <laughs> Excellent. Um, I thought we shook him, but Gurnlist is popping up. Gurnlist? Yeah. Oh, I've not met this guy yet. Well, yeah, I, well, I haven't seen him for months. I mean, I've, I've, I mean, I've never seen him, obviously. I mean, I, I, you bumped in, didn't you go to the I weekend? I bumped into him in the hallway once. And you went to the archery mm. weekend as well. Oh, I did go to that one archery weekend, yeah. Um... You know, at recent times there haven't been quite so many archery weekends. Are they still happening then? I don't know. Okay, I haven't spoken to him in ages. He's going to be here in a second, so you might actually get to meet him this time. No, that's good. Although those um, flapjacks are—they're um, not sitting well. Okay. I, I don't know whether to hold on or whether I should. Um, do you think I could probably get a quick poo in before? <laughs> probably, yeah. Probably yeah, just, just don't use quite so much loo roll this time. Don't luxuriate. Hmm. So what are we talking like? Two sheets, wipe and fold. That's it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, okay, yeah. Fine. Wipe and fold. The wipe then and wipe fold again. Yeah. All right. Cool. Well, Don't right. take a newspaper. Yeah. No. Okay. Fine. Oh, hey James, how you doing? I'm doing great. It's fantastic to you be missed... back here. Yeah. Hey, we cool? Yeah, man. We cool. We cool. Uh, this this is rough, so, by the way. It's going nice, yeah. Nice oh, it's going great. Yeah. Hey, how, how, yeah. How are you doing? Yeah, really, really well. I'm glad you've, uh, yeah, got a nice boy. Nice, a nice boy. boy. <laughs> yeah, that's no, good. I can good. see that we're going to be getting on well. Yeah, we don't. I, I actually, um, I saw that TED talk you did. Um, yes. Women in the tech industry, why yes. they're a distraction and should be banned. Yes. <laughs> I can't say. Look, it's not agreed with all the content, but it was, it's, it's interestingly it's delivered. It's controversial stuff. You know, look, I'm a, I'm a genre defier, a um, uh, a genre filler, a genre. Um, I'm a genre, uh, so yeah, it's uh, yeah, it wasn't an easy one to do, but uh, they knew that if they were going to have someone talking about that sort of stuff, that it had to be uh, J to the G, uh, yeah, the G voice to the reason. J, yeah, the voice of reason, Jimmy, voice of Jimmy reason. from the block, yep, yeah, cool. yeah, still, still cracking wise, right? Yeah. Sorry, sorry, James, I, I don't know, I've done it again. Funny, funny guy, started off on the wrong foot. Um, have you got what you got for us? It feels like a long time since I've sat in this chair. It does, yes. Yeah, and this is a new chair as well, actually. It is. It's quite comfortable, isn't it's it? Been, yeah. It's been worn by Tom. He's gone again. Tom? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Nice Tom. Yeah. Good good, good guy. Yeah, he's yeah. all right. Tom's, Tom's good. Yeah, yeah, good. He's a bit of a rubbish shot with the bow, but, you know, he's uh, <coughs> got oh, pluck. Wouldn't know, James. <laughs> no, he's, he's having some flapjack-related issues, but he shouldn't be long. Ah. <laughs> okay. Well, that probably explains what that smell was. Um... I'm just going to leap right in. Be our guest. It is good to be back, by the way. It's good to have you back, James. Thanks, mate. Sincere. (laughs) It's been a passage of time since my last appearance on this podcast, and I'm so excited about slipping right back inside it like a snuggly kitten. (laughs) You are no doubt wondering where I've been, so I'll fill you in. Of course. I took some time out to reflect on things. Yes. On the video games industry, on writing, on the State of the Union, on the US election trail on how Donald Trump's eyes look like his lips, on how clocks work, how electricity gets into a plug, when it was that someone finally decided to say balls to it and invent the quadruple stuffed Oreo, or who was it that left that massive turd on Dan's doorstep? 
but most of all I reflected on the state of it all. All of it. Everything. While still unable to put my pen to paper and actually write something of interest, I was suffering from terrible writer's block. I was in pieces. I was crying, shitting, crying and shitting at the same time, Creating. whacking off while crying, cranking, panking, crapanking, thanking, thwanking, shanking and spanking, <laughs> all while crying in the arms of Dan's mum. It is <laughs> good to be back. It's good to have you back. <laughs> and this was all until last night when I finally sprayed this bit of paper with hot jets of white hot sticky words. <laughs> words that I'm now going to lick up off the paper and spit out of my mouth using a method that I like to call talking. Or word snowballing. So, what do I mean by all of it? The mysterious catch-all name for everything that I apparently reflected on. Well, simply put, I'm referring to some of it. Not all of it, just a bit of it. Uh, just some video games, uh, specifically only really actually the, uh, the Bioshock, Arkham and Skyrim remasters. And of those, I'm actually only going to really be talking about the Skyrim remaster. I genuinely cannot wait for it. I reflected on this too, and I agree with myself that it is exciting. So then I also reflected for a much longer period of time on why it is that some fancy new graphics is all it takes to make vast amounts of people who already own and have already played a game go out and buy it again. But is that it? Are we just a collection of people who now only need new graphics to remind us that a game was good? Surely just replaying the original game is enough, isn't it? Yeah. Or is it? Or has it been? Or are we? Or not? Today? No. <laughs> but yes. Yes, it should be. I'm so but it's confused. not, and it never is. Also aroused. Play a classic game, or a retro game, if you're being hipsterish, and you're not you know, often wowed by the graphics, you're wowed by the gameplay. But nowadays, as is the case with most of these soon-to-be-remastered games, play them and the graphics are fine as they are. And the gameplay is pretty much how you remember it. So what are we doing? We're just playing a visually improved version, and that's it. You're releasing some gas. <laughs> sorry, sorry, James. I was trying to, I was trying to do that surreptitiously. Well, you've it's interrupted very, me, so you might be taking Dan's place as uh, <laughs> the vilified one. Yeah. Well, we're You said we were cool. No, no, okay. okay. Sorry, mate. You okay? No, it's fine. Don't worry about it. Sorry, that was terribly unprofessional of me. It's all right, mate. I, it's fine. I, I don't, you know, I don't. I'm here to learn. You are. You are. You, you're doing well. I, I've really enjoyed listening to you on um, uh, this. Uh, I can't remember the name of the podcast. Yeah, yeah, shut the fuck up. It means a lot coming from you. Would a remaster of a game as old as Repton sell? Is it too old to be remastered? Is it doomed to the dusty shelf of collectible retro games? Is Call of Duty 4 the right age for a remaster? Was Bioshock? Was Bioshock Infinite? Well, you might have noticed that I've now decided to speak <clears> about <throat> the games that I said I wasn't going to be reflected on. And I'm not going to. But I will now. Old. But specifically only actually Skyrim. Uh, but now I'm going to talk about the rest of them as well. So let's begin a segment of my segment called Remasters Are Great Because. Okay, so that's the end of the segment. Uh, they're not great. They're the fundamental sign that we can't move on. New IPs are constantly competing with old games for space on shelves. And you know what sucks the most? Is that I'm actually fine with the idea of spending 50 bucks on a copy of a new game that I already own on three different platforms. Is that fine? Yeah, that's fine. Uh, apparently, I'm fine with it. You guys fine with it? Yeah, fine. Yeah. Mm, mm, whatever you say. Good, all right, then we're all agreed. And so this brings me back to my opening gambit on reflection. Remasters are just the better-looking reflections of beloved games. Don't believe the whole it's how we intended it to look really bollocks. Developers are milking the dry old teats of games for fresh, food, uh, fresh floods of milk cash, and that's just fine. They're doing nothing else but holding up a mirror to a game barely a decade old and saying, it's better looking now, you vain pricks. Buy it, buy it, buy it. Are you buying it? 
Okay, you're buying it. Okay, so fuck you, video game fans. You're never not going to go out and buy the Skyrim remaster, so they'll keep doing it. And fuck me, I'm one of them too. No one's more angry at me than me. It's really great to be back, fellas. I suppose had you back. I've really missed this. Uh, that's it. I'm done. Mic drop. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's a tiny little fucking mic. Yeah, sorry. It's amazing we... Uh, I wonder how far we are away from the first remastered remaster. Isn't, there Resident, is, isn't Resident Evil 4 a remastered remaster? I suppose it kind of is, isn't it? Yeah. It was remastered for the 360 and then remastered again for the Xbox One. So this is literally like Inception. Yeah. So it's Resident Evil Inception. Yeah, I'd play that Four. Game. Yeah. Four. <laughs> yeah. Um, just, I'm just. Who did leave the turd on the doorstep? I've been wondering about that. Well, I don't know. I just walked in through the front door and there was a massive, great big gooseberry-like thing. So, oh, it was so it's there already. Oh, it was there it's already. Today. It's today. Yeah, it's not yeah, like yeah. an old. So that that was not there when I arrived. It's only been you and Tom's left. Tom is having some sort of downstairs trouble. Mm. Yeah, but as far as I could make out, that was only after the flapjacks, and that was already when he was in the house. So, yeah, so I mean, he was quite excited about meeting you, so maybe you went outside and then just, just things overtook his ability to control them. Yeah, maybe. Is it? Mm. Ooh. You all right? A little buzz there. Apologies, apologies. Vibrate. I guess at your level, business never truly stops. <laughs> no. It's like, it's like you, James. Yeah, well, always, I mean, that's always, true. Look, yeah. I've got to be honest with you, Dan. It's yeah. been really nice being back here, actually. I've really missed this room, mm. this microphone, the laptop, the table. Yeah. I've missed it. So, G- anything else you've missed? missed? No, nothing else. Nothing? Nothing. Cool. Uh, well, I think it's time for you to go, isn't it, James? Thanks very much. It's, Thanks, been, it's yeah. been absolutely superb. Uh, the hel- helicopter's just touching down. Oh, I'm only kidding. Uh, yeah, I haven't got a helicopter anymore. Oh, well, how come? I donated a lot of my possessions to uh, the uh, Venetian charity for um, the renewal of efforts to reduce the smell of egg charity. Oh, that's very good of you. I did read something about some sort of tax issues that you had something yeah and a, and a um, bankruptcy declaration I don't really want to comment on anything going on right now I'd prefer to just talk about my charity work okay, okay. right that's yeah. right. if you um, don't mind Russ very, very noble of you um, so well thanks very much James you can now I mean what, what mode of transport are you taking if you haven't got a helicopter uh, basically, uh, you know that big catapult on your roof? You I basically just, just put on a helmet and just pick a direction and pshong. That works, doesn't it? Yeah, it's great. It's absolutely cool. super. Wind through your hair. Um, the risk of severe brain trauma. Uh, yeah, it's good. Nice yeah. Don't, well, don't get yourself Good to meet you. Yeah, and, and you, Russ. I think we're going to be good friends. You remember my name? Yeah, of course I do. Wow. See you later, James. See you later, Derek. <laughs> okay, cool. So it's Tom on the way out. Yeah, so yeah. Did I miss it? You did. Did you shut my doorstep, Tom? I wrote a satire article about this. Okay, should we uh, wrap up the pod with this then? Star Wars Rogue One trailers mean it will be great.
<laughs> Despite all historical and factual evidence, Rogue One's trailers being good means the film itself will be good. This revelation flies in the face of all previous examples, including Suicide Squad, which had good trailers but was still shit. Rogue One has already received Oscar nominations in all categories based only on its promise of the trailers and the overwhelmingly orgasmic reactions they have induced in the Star Wars fan base. It has now become an internet crime to even think that Rogue One might be slightly overhyped. <laughs> Phil Seemanly, a Star Wars fan wearing a Star Wars themed t-shirt, said, Softball. I'm just... Oh God. I'm sorry. I've just watched the second trailer again and I'm going to need a few minutes to, to recover. Um, can you give uh, me a towel and pass me that ice pack? Look, it's simple, okay? The trailers are good, which means the film will be good. And don't forget the impact of Star Wars being in the title. At this point, they could do a Star Wars-themed version of Driving Miss Daisy and us fans would blow our trousers open in gratitude. It's the very end. true. I think that's pretty good. Yeah, actually. I think so as well. So I think it's going to be good, though. I do think it will yeah. genuinely be good, even in the face of that article. I think so. Yeah. Um, should we wrap this up, then? Mm-hmm. Let's wrap it up like a mummy. Okay. So, in summary, trailers are awesome. We're really looking forward to it. Yeah. Yeah, that's about it. Please, please don't be awful. Please because be. Because there is so much promise. Mm. There's so much promise here. This is this is this is this has potential. It seems. Yeah. Is there like one thing that you would really like to happen or to find out? I think we know what Tom's is. Which one? I think you'd quite like Carl Katarn to be in it. I'd quite like Carl Katarn to be in it. I think, to be honest, I would like to see. I would like to get a sense that. Okay, I would like it if Rogue One showed us why Darth Vader wasn't necessarily as powerful, it seems, in the command structure mm. of the Empire mm. in A New Hope because of what happens in Rogue One. Yeah. I think. I I, I like the idea of... So we see X-Wings in the trailer, right? Yeah. yeah. I quite like the idea that they we see the Rebels break into a base to steal a bunch of ships, basically, or whether... Yeah, where are they getting all their kit from? Yeah, exactly. Potentially. Something that explains why the Rebels have these ships and why the Empire have very different ships. Yeah, Incom, is that who makes this? Something like that, yeah. 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 I, I would like to see a whole film with yeah minimal Jedis on the good side. Mm. I'd be quite disappointed if, if there's a bit in this where... It looks like all hope is lost, and then someone with a blue lightsaber comes in and saves the day. Ewan McGregor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but, but actually Ewan McGregor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On, not, on a not motorbike. <laughs> with Charlie Borman well, following just, him. Just holding all his stuff. If it's just Charlie Borman, and he's got a Star Wars film and Ewan McGregor hasn't, <laughs> yeah. that'd be worth it. That'd be so fucking brilliant. He's playing Obi-Wan Kenobi, though. Yeah. That'd be amazing. I yeah, so. sorry Ewan, we want to take it in a different direction. We've, um, we've we found want... a guy who's a bit cheaper than you, so... <laughs> yeah. do, do you have Charlie Borman's number to tell me? <laughs> A bit cheaper, a bit more desperate. Sort of a Barry from EastEnders sort of version of (laughs) of, of (laughs) Obi-Wan. But yeah, I think that's that's all excellent. I love talking about Star Wars. You can just get so in-depth on the really nerdy stuff. I mean, the fact is that we we spent quite a great proportion of that not talking about Rogue One. Mm. It all links in so well. It does. Definitely. This, This feels like the anthology movie that's most kind of meshed in with the main storyline ones. Mm. Young Han Solo can just bimble off and do anything. Boba Fett could be literally fucking anything. Mm. Yeah. You know, the the, the Han Solo one, he'll will have young Lando in it. You'll probably mm. show him winning the Millennium Falcon. Yeah. 
but it's not going to sort of tie in too much with the main story arc. So although this one is a Star Wars story, it's still very, very part of the overall hmm. main story arc. Yeah. I think the Han Solo one will be slightly less bleak as well than this one. I think the Han Solo one might be a that bit should quite be, upbeat. Yeah, that yeah. should be sort of chippy adventure. That'll be the swashbuckling adventure. Yeah, it'll yeah. be like Indiana Jones type. Yeah. This looks like a dark story. Mm. And to be fair, the the, the, the story of start of episode seven was quite dark. Yeah. Um I mean this is yeah, this this has the potential to be something quite special. Episode seven didn't lean into that darkness enough. Like that when they fire that weapon, it destroys the new republic. Yeah. Mm. It wipes out five planets of the capital system. It must have killed untold billions of people and destroyed the government. Mm. But you don't really get the feeling of that it's no. basically oh look a really bad thing happened this planet here which has got 40 people on it might be next oh no <laughs> it, it doesn't sort of have the impact that it should no I agree that bit. I agree can, can I say can we say one thing we don't want to see in the film I do not want Jen Erso to be remotely related no to what's her face in episode 7 whose name I've forgotten Mothma? no um, Ray Ray, yeah. Mm. Oh right. Which is rumor, which is a rumor that's been. So I don't, I don't want to be related to anyone apart from Mads Mikkelsen. It's, it's that's yeah. one of Star Wars's problems. It's too for something that's meant to be a whole galaxy wide. Yeah. It's all about one family. Yeah. 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 The fucking Skywalkers, <laughs> yeah. man. They are all over the place. Although that is assuming, of course, that Ray is related to Luke. Well, I mean, she's going to be related to someone because they spent so long in the first one banging on about her parents. So if it's just well, no, I mean it's these I two. I mean that that is that that in itself is a is a yes, of course she's related to someone. Well, yeah, but like she's related <laughs> yeah. to someone that we've heard of. This is my this is my dad. <laughs> I, I think in that in <laughs> special Bruce Swilling. to see <laughs> I think Obi Wan Kenobi, or whether it's like a, a niece of Obi Wan Kenobi or a daughter of. Oh Obi-Wan no! Kenobi. I think it's going to have likely. to be something like that. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be Luke because oh, that's, so that's too. They've already shit. said they've already said that we haven't seen Ray's parents yeah. or Ray's parents. But in it can't the just film. turn out to be like you know Steve and Sue who yeah. we've never heard of before. It's going to be someone that's significant. Yeah, I, I would prefer it if it was very much. His his Ray's parents. You don't know. You've never met yeah. them. They're yeah. fine. Yeah, Steve and Sue Smith. So. <laughs> Yeah, in Rogue One, it has to be not connected to the Skywalker family. Yeah, I think it has to just be self-contained. Yeah. With the odd cameo from Darth Vader, which I think is fine. She's just someone who's awesome because she's awesome, yes. not because she's Luke Skywalker's second cousin or something stupid. Exactly, yeah. And no relation to anyone in episode six. I don't. I, I don't want her to be remotely Force-sensitive. No, I don't either. Yeah, in, yeah. in any any more than like everybody is, because it binds us and penetrates us. Yeah, yeah. It, it, she, she should just be... Someone who's awesome. Yeah, I agree. Not I don't want to see Darth Vader giving knowing looks to the camera <laughs> every time he's in a scene, sort of going, "It's me." I don't right? want. Yeah. I don't want to hear him ever say at any point the force is strong within this one. Yeah, yeah. No, no catchphrases from yeah. Vader. Yeah, no. I sensed. How did you go? Sensed his presence. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, sensed, yeah. Drink. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't. I don't want any of that. I, I, I don't want Vader in it too much at yeah. all. In fact, I'd like Vader to be kind of just there. I'd like Vader's presence in this film to be about as much as we see him in the trailer. Yeah. I what do you mean? A fleeting glimpse of him walking. Yeah. No. That's, I, I, that's I, all yeah. it needs. Yeah. 
Yeah, but even but that's what I mean about it. That, that's that's the sort of a nod. That's almost yeah. like a, he's walking past us, going, <laughs> just, in his, just in his oh, dressing gown oh, with a oh, coffee, yeah. going, oh, you're doing your thing. Okay, I'll keep, I'll keep oh, it. Now you see me, now you don't. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 maybe the odd cool scene where he's cutting down rebels, like yeah, like they're not there. But um, yeah, I don't want it to. I want this to be. A, Something. I, I also want there to be surprised. I don't want to have seen everything in the trailer as well. That's the other thing. Mm. I want there to be some something left over, and I think there will be. Star Wars are very good at. Well, all we've seen in the trailer is just some cool-looking scenes. Yeah. There's not really a huge amount of story detail mm. there. It's all <coughs> conjecture at yeah. this point. Mm-hmm. True. So yeah. In cool. summary, we're super excited. Very much so. Very much looking forward to Rogue One. Yeah, me too. Right. Is that all of it? Can we end this now? Because I'm going to about to bust a nut and I have got to go and rub one out. <laughs> <laughs> so we are going to go and masturbate, maybe with each other. With each other? Maybe. Maybe. Cool. Dutch rider. Um, and um, and uh, yeah, so we're going to wrap up. So love to know your thoughts on um, Star Wars. Pretty we will good. be engaging the Facebook channel. Again. Facebook will, and Twitter. I'm going to, I'm determined to raise our Twitter game excellent as well yeah. um, and we might even check the emails at some point yeah but like we said One if time. you are going to email us yeah. could you let us know on Facebook which is which is www.facebook.com forward slash it's alright T-M-T-O-O-H alright yeah and Twitter and Twitter which is at T-M-T-O-O-H um, which probably or you can visit the website that, that literally must be so low on any SEO ranking, <laughs> <laughs> which is www.tmtooh.com. Uh, yes, like I said, if you are going to email us, though, it is talk to us at tmtooh.com. Please talk to us. <laughs> <laughs> we should probably try and get some articles up at some point as well. Yeah. We should. I've got a bundle on the back end. Oh, really? Well, there's just loads on the back end, and there's all the satire articles I wrote and stuff like that. They just they didn't need to go up. At some right. Point. We'll get them up this week. This, yeah? this is this is behind the magician's curtain. Yeah. Let's, we'll strategize off air. Okay. We, fair we never do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Okay. We're gonna go back. Go. <laughs> go. Go. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Right. But Dan, you fucked the ending. <laughs> I did all right as well. The intro's nailed it. <laughs> right, we are going to head off now. So thanks for listening. We'll be back next week, I think, maybe, ish, possibly. Yeah, yeah we're yeah, back yeah. next Come week. Commit. Have yeah. some authority in your voice. Right, fuckers, we'll be back next week. So thanks for listening. Goodbye. Bye. 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 Fun. Rogue One. Okay.